Hi, and welcome back to the Legal Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Danny. I'm a recently qualified barrister who works in human rights and public interest law, and I also do some consultancy on the side, as well as running the website www.legaldiaries.ie and the Instagram page at legaldiaries.ie. On the podcast, we dive deep into all things health, fitness, mindset, studying, habits, dating and career, and probably so much more. I will aim to bring you the tools and actionable steps to smash your goals, inspire you to take bold action, and above all else, put yourself first. Pearls of Wisdom for anyone who is either at the start of their sustainability journey or maybe just like really overwhelmed because they've maybe been on their journey and they know how like December can be a month of such overconsumption. Like yeah, how they, where do you start? Like where, where do you go? Okay, it's the 1st of December. I need to buy all of my children gifts, all of my relatives gifts. I need to cook a whole dinner, but also be really conscious about, I want to be really conscious about everything that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's so difficult. It really is. But the first thing you definitely need to do is give yourself a pat on the back for even thinking and even putting the mm. thought into doing it the right way and being conscious. Um, and like don't be afraid to ask people what they want first of all Mm. like send out group messages (laughs) I did that with my sisters I opened a group chat and I said what do you want (laughs) but that's that's the thing though like I like I literally my mum was like to my dad the other day she was like if I get another piece of jewellery that I'm not gonna wear she's like it's gorgeous but I'm not gonna wear it she was just like just just don't exactly and she's like or don't buy me anything smelly she's like I don't want perfume I don't want like bath like she was like I don't want it and I'm the same like I did want some jewelry pieces but even when you are purchasing those kind of pieces like I purchased I don't know if you've ever heard of the brand Ana Luisa oh yes yeah yeah so they're like completely I think it's carbon neutral I want to say like they're really like they upcycle a lot of um of their stuff in terms of like the the gold and everything that goes into their jewelry so I and I love their stuff is gorgeous but I when you are kind of making a decision that you do want a piece of jewelry buy it from a local jeweler a local Irish small Irish business or even like someone like Anna Louisa that do have this kind of mission that they are going to be completely sustainable with their practices absolutely like a great group that you can have a look at if you don't know where to start is that shop in ireland group on facebook they did like mammoth work they have categorized everything you don't even have to leave the house to do your christmas shopping do you know and you can buy from independent artists i i got these gorgeous um little canvases for my best friend sophie who's also an aries by the way Um, are you an Aries no I'm a Pisces Uh Pisces yeah cry a lot (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no but like that is such an amazing group and fair play to those admins who did that work like all for free and it was just like it's amazing but definitely make things easy for yourself so make a list of the people you actually need to buy gifts for yeah. not for the people that like oh it might be nice to get them something if it might be nice try baking something or just like throwing something quickly together yeah like a book like a book I read this book I think you'll like this book. I love when people give me books that they think I like yeah. and it's even better if I read it and I like it yeah Do you know what I mean because they thought of me and I read it and I liked it and they were right (laughs) yeah see that's it or even like as I said earlier like if you know one of your friends like if you want to get something that's more like a token gift you know one of your friends favorite coffee shop or favorite place for lunch is this 
get them like a 10 or 20 year voucher they'll think of you then when they go back after the new year and go to buy themselves lunch like they'd be like oh this is amazing like I don't have to pay for my lunch today yeah free lunch what could go wrong absolutely nothing (laughs) Um, and like that's the thing and like even kind of making a conscious decision to not overspend on each other as well and not splurge too much for the sake of splurging and I think that's a big thing for like couples especially because my boyfriend and I were like look we're not going to get each other anything too crazy this year we'll set kind of a limit of like practical things that we actually want um and like don't be afraid to kind of say that like you don't need to buy someone a ridiculously expensive present myself and my boyfriend are making each other videos this year of like our funniest moments um because he is hilarious now his video is going to be way funnier than mine (laughs) and I'm so tempted to like sneakily post it on TikTok but it's my business TikTok so it wouldn't make sense um (laughs) I mean but isn't there that TikTok I saw the other day of people who you keep like just pushing your product and pushing your service on people but they don't know the person behind it they won't want to buy from you there you go (laughs) there's your excuse this is my sustainable gift to my boyfriend but it is (laughs) even gifting because the other day like I was thinking I was like what does my mom actually want and I was thinking the one thing she would love is like in January when everything well if we don't go into another lockdown um god forbid and she can go out and about to like go to the local spa in town and it would never be a thing she would buy for herself like ever and get a massage yes yeah. like an experience of something it doesn't absolutely yeah me bring me out do you know what I mean like here's your Christmas present meet me for coffee absolutely I will amazing yeah <laughs> exactly um like little things or maybe reach out to someone and just decide with your best friend look we're not going to do presents for each other this year yeah like I love absolutely. you but don't get me anything <laughs> yes like yes don't buy for people and think you have to because of a certain level of friendship or something or family yeah I know I'm the same like I I don't know if the aunties and uncles are going to be getting anything I might make an aunties and uncles like tribute cupcake set (laughs) do you know what I mean that's just for the aunties and uncles but like I don't know if I'll be making them individual recipes that's a lot of work there's a lot of aunties and uncles (laughs) I mean, you don't have 24 days of December. I feel like you could do an advent calendar of baking on TikTok by this point. Because, like, <laughs> you'd be like, today we're going to make peanut butter and um, M&M cookies. Next day we're going to make something Reese's Pieces peanut butter. Like, you literally probably have so much stuff that you need to bake between then and now. That I know. I'm really excited for those videos and to make, like, a little spiel about why for each person. I'm really excited about them and I am going to do a video series about them but um yeah it's gonna be interesting and I hope some of them are fails so people can understand that like nobody here is a professional yeah I know but it's the effort that counts I know and you always feel really bad when you see those people so like I always get questions one of my most frequent questions in my Instagram DMs like oh my god how are you so productive and I'm like if you saw me like I was so exhausted and tired today I literally took an hour nap in the middle of the work day that's literally oh god, I did I all the today. time thank god thank yeah. god somebody did <laughs> like I did that today and my mom came in and I was like because I was on this couch in my bedroom and she was just like you all right and I was just like yeah I think I fell asleep for like an hour and it's a thing I never do <laughs> And then I messaged my boyfriend. He was just like, you're burning the candle at too many ends. He was just like, just maybe take it easy and do what you have to do today. But don't like, so like, I'm not always super productive, always sitting at my laptop, always doing work. And like, I wish I could be, but to do that, I would have to be superhuman. I actually had a phone call kind of just like that today with a guy I used to go to school with. He's looking to start his own business. Um, and he was like telling me how amazing I was that I knew all these these things. And I was like, thank you so much for saying that. But let me just tell you that this is the culmination of like six months of work. So you're not supposed to know all this stuff yet. Do you know what I mean? That was it. Like, and like, 
even the the questions that that I kind of get um in terms of because obviously like I'm starting to work with um small businesses like yourself and and doing kind of legal consultancy and stuff and some of the questions and they're like how do you just know this and I'm like like company law was not my favorite I hated it but like understanding and reading law I was like I spent thousands of euro to learn how to do that like it's not just a thing that I like woke up and I was like yeah I understand (laughs) and how things work and like what what corporate entity or if you should be a sole trader no like I actively made a decision to work with companies in an area of law like I don't really like that much but it's an it's a niche and it's a thing it's a service that people need and there's lessons to be learned and stuff but like that's the thing like people think people just think we're superhuman like you woke up overnight and you knew how to start a kitchenware business <laughs> I know and I'm still like I'm learning on the job I'm going to be very honest like it is a learning curve and my customers come back with like loads of questions I'm like actually that's a good question yeah. now let me fix that for you, Do you know yeah and like this kind of diverts from our original topic but um how how are you because you're still for anyone listening and um, Blaheen still works full-time um, um how are you managing that balance okay so it's actually been really tough and there are days where I hate it and there are days where I absolutely love it like I love getting queries from my customers even if they're bad queries but I get to talk to them and be like actually if you do it like this just yeah. give it give it another go and then they do and they're like it worked and that makes me so happy I'm yeah. like I knew it would <laughs> do you know yeah I love I love those kind of interactions and I'm I'm always really happy when I get to interact with people but it's those days where I spend the whole day on my laptop I don't have any meetings I don't have any like interactions with anybody it's just like a really dull day and working from home can make you feel like that a little bit so yeah I I was delighted when we got on to talk yeah I know it's so nice because Blaheen and I, for anyone, we've had like two conversations kind of about businessy stuff so far. But I think each conversation has probably been a solid hour or so. <laughs> and probably just me throwing lots of things with Blaheen and her being like, okay, I'm going to go away with so much information in my head. <laughs> and I don't know what she was on about. But like having like those connections kind of helps you keep sane during these times. Because Absolutely. especially because you are living out of your house working out of your house starting a small business out of your house (laughs) and sharing it with not strangers but like you're living in shared accommodation of people you just kind of landed in living with so like four walls is is (laughs) definitely like like my one of my colleagues in work she has two days in the office now but her boyfriend is still working pretty much full-time from home and they've just moved in temporarily into the accommodation they're in because they've just bought a house but they're finishing some things off um and she was like it's not that big of a space and when she comes home because she's hasn't been working he's like I'm so jealous he's like what's the outside world like he's like (laughs) looking at these four walls all day but not like interacting with anyone Um, because he and there's no foreseeable kind of like you were saying it you you're looking at like March before you might get back into the office yeah I know and I really miss like my office pals I'm definitely the youngest in the office but I actually really miss my chats with all the they're like my office mammies kind of they're like do you have your pension I'm like no I should do that though I should do you know what's (laughs) really exciting what so in the new year, I'm going to do an adulting series on the podcast. Oh my God. Amazing. Tuning so, in every yeah. day. <laughs> so I, I literally, cause I started this this year. So I started doing the pension. I started looking at the mortgage stuff. I started looking at self building. I started looking at all of this kind of stuff and I got like really overwhelmed. I was like, I don't really <laughs> understand what's going on. Like what is future financial planning? Like, why do I need life assurance if I want to go get a mortgage? Like, what's going on? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get in contact with people and bring every one of my podcast listeners along with me in the new year. 
That sounds amazing. And I'm so glad you're stumbling through it because I feel like you have it together. So when I hear that you are also having trouble, that just makes me feel better. (laughs) No, like I remember talking to one of my friends the other day and she was talking about, um, what was she talking about? Oh, health insurance. And I was like, I should really get health insurance. She's like, (laughs) you don't have health insurance? Oh, I was like, I don't have health insurance. Neither do I. Like, I don't. I, like, and it's so expensive. Like, the basic plan that basically gets you nothing is going to cost you at ninety euro a month. Oh my god! I know. Like, being an adult is hard. It's great. That's so expensive. That actually I know. makes me really sad. Yeah. <laughs> and like, when you add kind of everything else up as well. So yeah, that's why I'm just. I'm just gonna. You guys can come along with my failures in the new year as I try to. <laughs> safer mortgage I've sorted my pension now but I'm a person's going to come on to talk all through pensions because even I got all this documentation sent to me and they're like do you agree with the terms of service and I was like what I don't really understand it I was like I'm a lawyer like I don't even (laughs) understand most of the stuff because there's so many different funds and stuff that you can like invest in I know yeah I'm a bit of an investment geek I like love stocks and like investing in eco energy and all that stuff like I I love it <laughs> yeah because I started then this past couple of months to get into the stocks like so to actually and I just did it through Revolut because I have Revolut so I was like same that's exactly what I do as and well. one of my friends does it and she does it really well now she is she is a high baller in terms of investing in my eyes like I'm I'm a <laughs> maybe I'll put 30 euro in on that stock <laughs> there kind of person like I'm testing the waters but like yeah. I still get a kick of going in and revolute and like seeing the investment and like seeing what like oh it's yeah. down by five percent damn it I've lost five cents like it's, it's not big <laughs> figures for me but there's so much um stuff that just comes with being an adult so yeah definitely tune in in the new year I have a big adulting series um coming and like some people it will absolutely bore them but at the same time I'm like this is all practical things that most people are going to have to go through at some point in their life absolutely sounds great but to make you feel better the guy that I'm bringing on for all the pension stuff and future financial planning when we were on the phone call to kind of discuss the podcast idea initially he was like to me he was like if you don't mind me asking like what age are you and I was like I'm 29 he was like most people don't start this stuff till they're about 35 so you're grand he was like you're ahead of the pack so I felt so much better about myself then hello everyone and welcome back to another legal diaries podcast I'm joined by the wonderful Blaheen from he was the founder and creator of Whisker Kitchen um and we are going to be talking all about my favorite topic which is sustainability as you know um and in particular we're going to be talking about sustainable christmas today being the first day of december i can't believe it's 24 days away to christmas (laughs) but um we will yeah so i will hand over to blohi maybe to introduce herself and let people know who she is so hi guys i'm blohin um i just launched whisker kitchenware there in october um, and it's been an absolute whirlwind so far. Uh, we stock all things eco-friendly for your kitchen. We are also a home recipe blog. So a big reason that I started Whisker Kitchenware is because of my love for cooking and being in the kitchen, but also because I live in shared accommodation with housemates who have no idea how to recycle or how to do anything really just ordering takeaways five days a week so (laughs) I kind of became passionate about what goes in the recycling bin what goes in the compost bin and and then somebody came home with a coffee machine one day and with those plastic pods and that's what started the whole um whisket kitchenware concept off so we do stock um lots of reusable coffee pods uh and that's kind of our claim to fame at the moment it's our most popular product 
Yeah, because before I had seen, so I came across um, Blaheen and Whisker Kitchenware via the big platform of TikTok, the thing that has everyone hooked um, this year. But I had never, It's maybe it's because I don't personally drink coffee, but it was such a, when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool to see like an Irish, new Irish, new Irish business doing this because ever since looking into it I'm like okay there are a lot of brands out there doing it but it seems like there's not that many in Ireland that stock and provide them so like you you definitely found something new in this because sustainability market is a very saturated market um but absolutely yeah yeah but to come in because I even like because I'm I love any kind of sustainability kind of health food shop so like if I pass one I always go in and I've never seen any of those reusable pods anywhere. Yeah, like a couple of the other big names do stock some similar ones. Um, but yeah, I think we have the completely reusable ones. So a lot of them have the the foil lids, yeah. um, whereas we have the full stainless steel um, pods. Uh, and yeah, they've been they've been really popular um but yeah they definitely take a bit of practice to get used to and I think a lot of people love the convenience of those little plastic ones they just yeah. throw them in and that's the end they don't want to have to do the work but they're so much cheaper the reusable ones so yeah. that's, that's a good it's, yeah because you're essentially because my my family are big cafeteria coffee people um so that would be their go-to coffee and for what I see even if you buy a, a really nice bag of coffee you'd spend maybe upwards of about 10 euro but I think the one they purchase is like six euro something and from an Irish coffee house but like that in comparison to buying a packet of the pods or is like is a huge difference in spend huge and people don't really realize it like it's like you get a bag of coffee and you after out of one 350 gram bag of coffee you get 75 cups of coffee out of your re reusable pods so that's a huge difference to your usual 10 dolce gusto pods or whatever yeah, and you get like i think like 10 maybe in a pocket because yeah. i remember in work like we because we got a coffee machine in work and obviously i don't drink coffee and everyone it was always such a thing that everyone went and had like coffee or something and people in work would be like what green concoction are you going to drink today because i was always the herbal tea person <laughs> so then i was in shopping one day and i saw i think it was like oreo or dairy milk or nesquik had brought out pods for the machine so i was like yeah. oh maybe i'll try it and like fit in and be able to go up to the machine and use the machine but like for the like size of the pod and stuff it doesn't produce that much no product and it wasn't like it's mixed in with so many different things that like it's not the same as putting a scoop of hot chocolate in Absolutely. like yeah and making it yourself like it's mixed in with all of these kind of fillers and I can imagine the coffee's probably the same as well. Like it's not your pure, whereas if you're putting it in yourself, you know exactly what you're getting and how much coffee you're getting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's still a learning curve. Like we're only new, but I'm really loving it so far. And um, so you kind of had alluded to it earlier that your kind of whole kind of journey of sustainability really started when you were like a lot of students or like a lot of um, people in their 20s uh, young professionals living in shared accommodation with people um, who might not necessarily be as vigilant about things that you had always been kind of vigilant about um, is that kind of where it really took off for you your kind of journey with sustainability Absolutely. I think because of the mistakes that they were making, I started evaluating my own choices as well. And like, what, how can I be given out to them if I'm not doing the most myself? Do you know? So um, it, it really started making me kind of buy potted herbs instead of the ones in plastic and trying to take care of them on the windowsill instead. Yeah. Of, yeah. So it, it's been a learning curve but I'm really happy with where I'm at at the moment and have you converted any housemates as of yet or are you just this this like 
oh, I live with that girl who loves sustainability. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm definitely the annoying housemate. I do print out uh, things and stick them over the recycle bin and like what is recyclable and what is not. So I'm definitely annoying. But But like um, every, but this is the thing, like a lot of people are like, oh, but I'm not going to become vegan and I'm not gonna like start getting rid of all of my animal like products in terms of like my fashion and stuff and I'm not gonna start buying completely like organic and all of this in terms of like all of my produce and everything so like I might as well not recycle because like I'm not gonna do the whole hog but like even you knowing that a cup like a coffee cup a lot of people mistake and see it's compostable and throw it in the recycling bin I'm like it's yes. not recyclable. oh my god yes is that is my peppy um and people I don't think people get that like even the person that is vegan to me is on the same level to a person who makes um, an active decision like a conscious decision to cut down on the amount of meat they eat per week because they're both making lifestyle changes for the better of the environment absolutely I would totally agree with that totally agree and I think that any little change that anybody makes is a step in the right direction and you shouldn't be you shouldn't be discouraging people by saying oh but you could be doing more you kind of praise them for what they are doing and they are making an effort and one effort will lead you to another thing that you might change, you know? And most of our products are like created with the aim of kind of helping people reduce what they're buying. So it's like you buy a reusable pod once and then you don't have to get all the, get all the bits, you know? Yeah. And like, it's, especially if you're a student and you love coffee and you're spending 30 40 euro a week on continuously buying pods when you can spend get a jar or a pack of coffee in little or aldi or somewhere that's probably going to cost you about four or five euro proper really nice coffee um and get 75 cups out of it like why wouldn't you change exactly exactly yeah and you still get the coffee pod experience because some people love the actual going to the machine in the morning and like putting their like you still get that coffee pod experience exactly yeah yeah definitely and like so obviously we're in a month that is well known for overconsumption um Mm -hmm. and I think in Ireland especially like god bless an Irish mother going into a supermarket (laughs) for Christmas like I used to work in a supermarket when I was younger and you'd swear the shops weren't going to open for weeks. Like I, I used know, to have yeah. women ask me to go in and get them like a crate of milk and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, I, and I used to sometimes say to people being like, we, we reopen on Stevens's day. Like we, yeah. we're literally only closed for one day. Um, so like what, how do you kind of feel going into, into Christmas in terms of like sustainability and stuff? So I've made two pretty big decisions this year regarding my gift giving and everything, especially since I've just started a business. So like I I don't have the means to be giving everybody the gifts. And mm. um, so this year I'm baking people things, things that I think represent what they are. So oh, wow. I'm taking their vibe and I'm trying to like make a recipe for them. I'm so intrigued by this. Yeah. And I'm going to write them all little recipes and everything and oh, they'll wow. have their own special recipe. So I think that's a nice gift and it won't cost me the moon. So I'm excited about that. Um, but for the kids, I think it's a little bit different. Now, I've decided to support a little small business in Dublin and they sell like retro video games and they resell kind of old video games and stuff so I think the kiddies are going to get kind of old video games so it's sort of like secondhand gifts yeah 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 but even like we were clearing out speaking of secondhand gifts like we were clearing out 
last weekend um uh, we have kind of a summer house part to my parents house and it's just become a dumping ground so like everything that has kind of from childhood's past that my parents haven't gotten rid of so like all of my brother's toys and stuff that he's too old to play with now and we were getting rid of it and I'm very ruthless when it comes to certain things like mum would show me something and I'm like get rid of it I'm like I don't need it and mum's just like but it has so much sentimental value kind of thing and wants to like keep everything but mum made a really good point so we filled up five bags of toys like full to the brim, like black bags of toys. We also filled a bag of clothes um, from all of our kind of wardrobes and stuff. Um, and my mum was like, whenever the secondhand shops open, I'm just going to give them into the secondhand shop. She was just like, someone, especially in the run up to Christmas, will get the benefit from it. And like, there was Action Men, there was like Lego, there was and, like full sets of things that my brother hadn't used. Oh my so god, long. yeah. In really good condition. So like if anyone else is doing a clear out, like give them into a second hand shop in the run up to Christmas. And for people to actually like there's no shame in going to a second hand shop and buying something for someone. Absolutely from, not. And yeah. I think yeah, I think people are like, Oh, I couldn't give that to them. And I'm like, like there was toys my brother got for Christmas that he ever failed to open. And my mum was like, he never even used that. She was just like, it's still yeah. like activity packs and stuff. She was just like, oh, I think that's a really important observation as well. Normalize asking people what they want for Christmas. Don't get them something they will never use. Do you know, I know. what I mean? Because that's what um, my boyfriend and I kind of started doing for the past two, three years, where we've been like, okay, name one or two things that you definitely want. So this year he asked for a jumper and he asked for a new electric toothbrush because he needs a new electric toothbrush and then he was yeah. like we always then do a surprise for each other just to oh, have yeah. a little thing but like even the surprise doesn't necessarily mean we're going to go out of our way and spend millions on something so say he there's a particular like person that he that he really loves and um, I don't know if you've ever come across him David Goggins is his name he was in like the American Army, the US Navy, the he has like an audiobook which is actually really inspiring. Okay. Cool. Like, well he really loved him and I was like, but I can't find like anything online in terms of that. So I was like, maybe he's not gonna listen to this podcast. Well, this will be the one podcast of mine he'll probably listen to. Um <laughs> so I was gonna get him like get frames from an Irish store. Um and I do design and stuff and work in illustration. So I was just gonna design him like quotes and stuff. Yeah, and frame them, Aww. and I was like, "But that's a nice, that's surprise, a lovely gift you idea." You need to go out of your way to give something to someone. Yeah. Um, like you don't need to spend hundreds of thousands on someone. Absolutely, but like, there's plenty of. I know people get down in the dumps like when it becomes close to Christmas. I know that there are probably lots of late shoppers out there because I know I used to be a late shopper um, and like your go-to is gift cards yeah. and your go-to is just like I don't know vouchers or something yeah but lots of your kind of favorite places do e-vouchers now and yeah. I know maybe e-vouchers aren't as glamorous and maybe it's not as nice to kind of hand someone something but if you just wrote it in a card or had it emailed to them and then gave them a card as well like it's it's much better than handing them a piece of plastic that they're definitely going to throw away after yeah and I think vouchers are a thing that need to be normalized a lot more like normalized in the sense that people often think of vouchers, oh, I can't give them a gift voucher. They'll think I never put any thought into it. But if you get a gift voucher for a small Irish business that probably had to close their doors, say, for example, if your local hairdresser is a very small Irish business, yeah. you know, your mom, your aunt, or whoever you're buying for has been dying to get their hair done. Like, yeah. give them a gift voucher. Like, and some places might not necessarily do gift vouchers, but if you go in and ask, they'll easily print you or write you something up absolutely lots of places do that yeah and like it's not 
as if you didn't go to effort to think of that person, but you actually got them something that, yeah, it's a gift voucher, but they'll actually really enjoy because it's the one thing, because that's what yeah. I did for my mum's birthday in June, because obviously all the hairdressers were closed. I was like, right, I'm going to get her a voucher for hairdressers. I know that'll be her number one thing when she like finishes. Yeah. So I know and support um, a local enough hairdresser to where we live. So I got a voucher from him. Um, but that's the thing. Or even like I know I would love a gift voucher for the local coffee shop that I go to every time I'm up in Dublin, who's a local small, I don't know if he's ever been to it, it's legit coffee on Mead Street. Oh no, I've never been there. So good. But I, I'd love a voucher for there because every so, even when now I'm up in the office once a week, I'm always, I justify going there from lunch. <laughs> I'm like, every other day I make my lunch at home. So I'll like support a small business. <laughs> Oh my god, I got the most amazing coffee today actually in this place called the Woke Cafe. It was tiny oh. in Smithfield, but oh my god, best coffee I've had in a long time. Might just be because I was in lockdown and drinking homemade <laughs> coffee all the time, but I was like actually audibly being like, oh my god, this is amazing. But that's it though, like those little things. And then obviously you're a big thing um that you love just to kind of shift gears um is cooking and food and recipes and that's another area where we really over consume at Christmas 100% like yeah as I said women coming in looking for crates of milk I'm like <laughs> are people buy tins and boxes and everything of sweets and I'm like you don't need <laughs> my parents when we were in shopping last week my mom was like oh I'll get another tin of biscuits and I was like we don't need another tin. Like you're probably going to get about 50 from people that drop them over to oh, the house. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's the favourite neighbour gift, I think, is a tin of biscuits. Yeah. And like what, so you said you've made kind of two conscious decisions this year. So your first is obviously to make recipes or like to make, um, bake something and then for that channels the vibe of the person and then you're going to do the, the, retro games what's your other decision that you've made yeah so the other decision is that this year we're not getting a tree and we're not putting up any decorations just because right in our shared accommodation um like splitting the cost of that would be really annoying and also who's going to take it when they leave do you know yes. do you know what I mean yeah. so if if I if I bought these decorations like I did get a tree before and I ran out of money before I could buy baubles <laughs> so I made I was watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch and you know that episode where they make like popcorn tinsel oh yeah yeah okay so I channeled Sabrina and I made popcorn tinsel and it looked awful. It was terrible. It was the worst tree ever. But um, yeah, I just decided that because I'm in shared accommodation, it doesn't make sense. But my mom sent me a great picture of her own sustainable Christmas kind of tree. Aww. And it had on top of it, I can't believe she hasn't thrown this out yet. When I was like seven. Did I you make an angel? Oh no, we lost an angel, right? And <laughs> myself and my stepdad decided that we were going to make a star out of toilet rolls and tinfoil and like sellotape, right? And it is the ugliest thing you will ever see in your life. And the sellotape has gone all like yellow and everything. And my mom still puts it at the top of the tree. <laughs> it's but the ugliest so thing ever. Like, that, is, that brings so many happy memories probably from that Christmas and the fact that both of you, you and your stepdad were like, we're going to make a, a star out of <laughs> toilet roll holders. And, but that's because we, up until this year, actually, my brother had made an angel. It used to be my angel and then he made one in primary school. So that was the one that went to the top of the tree. Now she is, God bless her, worse for wear. So my, <laughs> we were in a local kind of garden centre um, and they get a lot of Irish brands in there and there was an Irish, I think an Irish brand kind of that had made this kind of fair, like it was um, not China, but like Delft, like it was, it wasn't plastic. So mum was yeah. like, you know what, that won't hopefully fall and get destroyed or anything. So she bought one. So my brother's 
uh, Angel has been demoted this year. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing though, like having, like my mum, when we were putting the tree up the other day, still has decorations that were my Nana's decorations. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's amazing. Like that's the best part. If you have decorations that are old and worse for wear, like at least they have a story. And mm. even if they are plastic, plastic isn't evil as long as you don't throw it out yeah (laughs) like as long as you reuse it yeah absolutely like your takeaway boxes in your press as long as you're using them to hold leftovers or whatever they're not like they're not evil we have so many of them it's like from getting (laughs) chinese and stuff like that like you just accumulate so many of them um, I know. And then you I go saw to- some cool actually ways to reuse those little takeaway boxes. Oh. Um, for Christmas. Like loads of people were cutting them up and like painting things on them. Oh, wow. I thought they were so cool. Now I don't know how you'd cut them. You'd need a pretty sharp knife. But I saw it on something like five minute crafts, so I wouldn't trust it with my <laughs> life. <laughs> those five minute crafts where you're like, you show them the one the way it's supposed to look and then the one that turned out for you. But like, that's the thing, like there's so many things that you can do around Christmas, tr- Christmas time. Now, question, did your mum opt for a plastic tree, like a, a, a well, how, yeah, they are plastic trees, aren't they? You know, the, yeah. the fake tree or a real tree. She, she got a real tree in Wexford. Yeah, no, she loves the smell and we don't have any pets so <laughs> yeah we got it I we actually have a puppy this year it's our first it's puppy's oh first God. Christmas yeah so but he he's really good hasn't gone near it um and he's one of a few of the baubles have fallen off and he he's thought it was his new toy but uh we've chased him and got them back open but he hasn't actually gone near it but I love like there's nothing that says Christmas to me like um a real Christmas tree oh the smell of it and everything is just amazing I love walking in my mom is so woke now she like she sent me a picture the other day of her making oat milk eggnog I was like mother oh my god (laughs) you haven't swear she was a millennial I she's gotten tiktok and everything now wow (laughs) If you don't, if you're not careful, she'll like take over and start like a, a mum's uh, kitchen oh my recipe God. blog. Not far, not far <laughs> from it. And so um, speaking of kind of like food and eggnog and stuff, like what are things that you think that people can do to stop overconsumption this year for, for meals and stuff? So the first thing that I would always say is definitely make a plan. Like who's coming to your house? How many people? How many servings Mm. do you need? Buy based on the servings amounts or like buy based on your meal plan. Um, Because we tend to buy food just in case, which is a silly reason because food doesn't last forever. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you're buying canned food. Um, But yeah definitely make a list of how many servings you need of each thing and like account for leftovers say you're having it's fine to have leftovers make that sambo the next day but make sure you have the stuff for the sambo do you know what I mean yeah and just a plan actually helps so much um, and looking up recipes before you go to the supermarket, not while you're in the supermarket, like yeah. me, because that always happens to me. I'm I, like, oh I, my god, what was in that again? I know, and I always see things, and then I find another recipe, and I'm like, but the one I looked at earlier didn't have cloves in it, and now this one has cloves in it. I know, I always do that to myself. I ruin it by looking at something else, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah, need more more ingredients that I don't need. <laughs> And one thing that I found, well, it wasn't hilarious, but it was at the same time, is the farmers, I think it was the farmers were talking about how the turkeys are going to be too big this year. (laughs) Because people aren't going to have, obviously, like really big sit round the table Christmases because of COVID. And I heard a thing, I think it was on like, I definitely think it was on the RT news or it was like, because obviously they have been 
for, for any vegans out there, this, or vegetarians, it's probably a trigger warning for me. They um, have been fattening up the turkeys all year to like oh. for Christmas. And now they're like, the turkeys are going to be too big because people aren't going to buy the big turkey this year. They're going to yeah. buy like a crown or a smaller turkey. So even like, if you know your turkey is going to be too big, thinking of crafty ways you can use it. Like we are literally by, because they say no one in our family really eats the brown meat. And we used to get for the full effect, like we used to always get a big turkey. There used to be so much waste, but now we just get a crown because my mom is like, everyone eats all of the crown. But we are literally eating turkey for a week until it comes out of our ears. Like we make it into curries, we make it into sandwiches, we make it into, uh, or we have like kittens and cats out the back. So like we don't eat it, they'll definitely eat it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but like planning around leftovers. So knowing that you can make a sandwich. Or knowing any- knowing how many servings are in a turkey as well like google yeah. is my best friend whenever i need to know something i'm like how many servings is in a turkey and do you know board beer amazing i oh. didn't know this right but you can tell how much a serving of carbs is by looking at your fist so like oh. you just you do your fist and that's a, a serving of carbs and then they say like more for veg and for for meat I think it's the size of your palm the size of your palm I can't remember but it's all in the food pyramid which is like a trusty kind of point in the right direction yeah when you're planning things because I know like like one big thing that we tend to overdo in our house is we will have about 20 different types of desserts like there will there will be a cheesecake there will be i usually make christmas tree meringues oh they sound good yeah so it's just basically a meringue with a bit of food coloring in it and then <laughs> vanilla and then but you pipe them out into christmas trees yeah and then you put little like baubles on them so they're like little mini christmas trees and a little star on top but so there's usually them there's usually shortbread biscuits Oh, I love shortbread. There's usually Christmas pudding. There's usually like like oh apple tart. My mom's my mom's um like dish like her signature dish is an apple tart. Like my uncle apparently used to when he was he first married my aunt. Like apparently he used to stop my mom at the door and tell her she couldn't come in if she didn't have an apple tart with her. Obviously <laughs> joking, but it's like it's my mom's kind of like dish that she's like really good at making. Yeah, going to be an apple tart. There's a, so that is the thing that we really overdo sometimes. Well, my parents have actually gotten really good at freezing things. Amazing, yeah. yeah. And like, do desserts freeze well? I've never actually had to freeze a dessert. Some do. So like you can, but if you are going to do it, like the Pyrex containers or those yeah. Chinese containers that you have, are the best because you can obviously label when it was put in the freezer um but certain things do so like cheesecake does very well um christmas cake does chocolate cake does brownies do cookies do um i don't think we've ever done the apple tart but it always just gets milled does it yeah but you can always like do and like the thing as well is to minimize on packaging of things bake more things yourself like we never buy yeah christmas desserts we always bake them in house because they come especially now because of covid everything's wrapped in about 50 layers of plastic oh i know it makes me so sad when i see it and it's i saw this really good video on tiktok the other day where he was like i know my bamboo straw isn't gonna make a huge difference but honestly we all just mean well we want to take the step in the right direction and he acknowledged that it's really hard but like it was a nice little video yeah and like I think that's a big thing within the sustainability um community that we really need to shut down is like sustainability shaming 
um yeah but it's so big like I I say this a lot whenever talking about sustainability but I've genuinely had posted like a dinner or something like recently enough I posted in my stories about making a homemade mass man curry and it had chicken and stuff in it like it was, yeah it had meat in it I genuinely had one or two people messaging me being like I thought you were like all eco-conscious and just like believed in sustainable living but you eat meat oh my god it's it's very frustrating and that's how you alienate people that's how you stop people getting into the sustainability movement and that's how you stop people taking that first step that they that first step is the most important step because it just shows you everything it it opens your eyes to everything and if you discourage people then like they'll never they'll never get to see it do you know no definitely like that's the thing and like like that guy did like getting a bamboo straw and having that with them or getting I know the keep cup was like the trendy thing and still is but a lot of places aren't accepting them at the moment but having a keep cup having a refillable water bottle Mm -hmm. um and there's loads of things so even if you are gift giving to someone and they're very early on their sustainability journey consider sustainable gifts for that person to give them that prompt so absolutely a bamboo toothbrush a reusable shampoo bar um a coconut bowl or reusable coffee pod from whisker kitchenware (laughs) (laughs) um then like other things like um reusable beeswax wraps like these are things that I genuinely especially when I was in the office that I would use every day now obviously we're all at home a lot of us at the moment um and do you have any other kind of other foodie things that you'd advise people to do for to ensure that not necessarily that they don't overconsume, but that they make the most of the stuff they have so yeah like say you have some kind of carrots going off or any anything that you think oh god I better use that soon throw them throw them all in a pot with cold water and just bring all your scraps to the boil and you have stock you have perfectly delicious stock it's actually way better than any veggie stock you'll get um and just make yourself some nice soup out of it I like one batch kind of I usually make about four liters so what I do whenever I'm cooking is I save my scraps so unless it's unless it's like a really unless it's like chilies that I don't really want to put in my stock um I would put them in the compost but like carrots celery leeks even aubergine like uh anything um I would pop them all in a Tupperware and freeze it for later and then when I have the big Tupperware full so you need about I usually measure with a mug just a normal mug and when you have about three or four mugs, that's enough to make like five, four to five liters of stock. And that'll last you for two big pots of soup. You know? Oh, wow. Because I was literally in my head, all I could think of was like, when you're saying initially, I was just like, but like, what if they go off? Like, where do you keep them? Do you get them out of your compost bin? But then I, I always forget. My parents are actually really good at freezing things. Like, in terms of they will always say bye bread or make loads of bread and then just freeze it yeah I love homemade bread as well my dad is a big like he always makes his sourdough starter he's a real hipster dad oh wow I can definitely see where you get it from (laughs) (laughs) I've actually had um all during the first lockdown I couldn't get bread yeast anywhere and I really wanted to start obviously a sourdough starter and to bake a sourdough and I got a pack this lockdown, um, but I still haven't. But I think I'm going to attempt the really kind of old style cinnamon buns. You need bread. Oh, so I think I might attempt them at the weekend. Um, I'll keep you posted. I'm not that hopeful. I'm usually pretty good <laughs> at baking stuff. But do you know when you're just like, yeah, I'm just not that hopeful. My thing at the moment is I want to perfect a cookie recipe. Oh, yes. That's something you should always have under your belt. I do yeah. some pretty good peanut M&M cookies. They're, they're like my thing. Oh. They're my thing. Yeah. You're the thing that your future mother-in-law or relative <laughs> won't let you in the house unless you have a portion of your m M&M. and 
Oh, yeah. No, my mother-in-law is kind of hilarious. So I don't think she would eat cookies. She's like very, she's very like, I will have truffle cheesecake or nothing. <laughs> she's amazing. Oh, wow. I want to be like that. I want to be able to <laughs> like to just assert myself and say, I will have this or nothing at all. <laughs> but, um, and like, who will be the designated chef in your home? Because obviously you're hoping to go to your family home for Christmas. Who will be the kind of designated chef for Christmas? So it's definitely my stepdad. My mom isn't a great cook, to be honest. The only thing she used to be able to make me when I was a kid was like cheesy potatoes. <laughs> they were they were deadly but yeah that was all she could make um but no my stepdad is like an an absolute chef he's amazing but um him and my mom are on this whole um kind of health buzz at the moment um so I don't know what our Christmas dinner is gonna, gonna look have like. a what is it the the vegan nut loaf for Oh, I don't think so. Like they, so on Christmas Eve, we have this kind of odd tradition of Feast of the Seven Fishes. So oh, wow. uh, it's like you, you get seven different fishes and you make kind of three dishes out of them. Oh. Um, and it's actually really delicious. Like I love it. Um, but that's more our Christmas thing. My, my mom and Derek don't really eat meat unless it's fish. They eat they don't really like meat I don't think so I I don't know what our Christmas dinner is going to look like to be quite honest <laughs> just maybe bring a little um see the thing is I'm not a massive turkey fan but yeah. like we always have it every year now weirdly enough I do love turkey rashers yes oh my god turkey rashers are the bomb yeah and like there is a recipe for how to make turkey rashers with roast turkey oh wow um I must find it it's that guy have you seen him flaky salt yeah I love him but he does have something and I was dying to like pull it out I don't know if I'll need it I don't know if my family will do turkey. <laughs> don't know if you'll get the turkey yeah but, like my family like we go like our family tradition is um we always do Christmas Eve boxes. Um, yeah, so we always, um, mum used to do them for us as the kids, but then as we got older, we started doing them obviously for mum as well. So you get like a box with a new pair of PJs, pair of fluffy socks, a hot chocolate or like chocolate. And then um, that all kind of like practical things that we'll kind of use. Usually the girl, like, I would love to say usually the, like my one, but my brother's always, like he loves bath bombs. So we'll always have like a bath bomb in it as well. Amazing. Um, and then we always do um, a Christmas day breakfast. We always do. Oh, and like amazing. everyone's always like, how do you eat? And I'm like, because we have the Christmas, because we say my boyfriend's family, they'll have Christmas dinner at like 2 p.m. In the day like they'll be like oh, a no. 2 3 p.m like an early kind of christmas dinner okay we have a massive breakfast like we're known for like our big breakfast like anytime <laughs> any of my friends are ever over my mom will always be up on a sunday making a big breakfast reverend everyone is always like fascinated by it <laughs> but we um we will have that and then we're full then for like most of the day and then we won't have our dinner till about six or so in the evening we're the same yeah we we don't have dinner till six or so um I know on my dad's side they they're kind of three four yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah no I couldn't we we're we're physically just not able to eat at about 2 p.m just because we've had a massive breakfast like yeah. it would be like a full fry oh, and, amazing yeah which is obviously so bad for you but it's so it's good for your heart <laughs> actually like the probably cholesterol is not good but like good for the soul you know <laughs> so. um and what so have you come up with your recipes for your bless you have you come up with your recipes for your the vibes of your family for baking for them so I think for my dad I'm definitely gonna do something with peanut butter he's a real like Reese's Pieces person Oh. I don't know I don't know if I can explain why but <laughs> he's he's definitely a Reese's Pieces person um and he's a little bit of a hipster so I need to I need to play on that a little bit 
I might do something with like a maple bacon flavor. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna try. Do you know that show? What's it called? Um, it's on Netflix where they all try to beat the clock and they're making like cupcakes and oh yeah. Oh my god, what's it called? Sugar Rush. Sugar, Sugar Rush. Rush. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I love that show. Um, and I'm gonna try and sugar rush it. Well, not against the clock because I would crumble (laughs) (laughs) time challenge is not happening Um, but yeah and there's there's that's so interesting I would love if someone gave me like like something kind of like baked with like a little note on it to say like why it was baked like my thing is like every cookie recipe I've made so far has been too sweet and I'm a very picky cookie person like some people like the hard cookies I like them to be like crunchy on the outside but gooey and soft on the inside oh my god okay so that's really difficult to achieve especially if you're using eggs I know yeah so but I'm I'm nearly there the one I made before though is too sweet so I might go back and alter the recipe and take out some sugar but I want to be the like if I ever have kids the mom with the perfect cookie recipe yes absolutely I think we're both channeling a bit of Monica Geller here I know I think Monica Geller. <laughs> you're like I'll come over with the cookies for the kids you'll have made the vegetable stock it'll all- <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah that's so funny um yeah so we'll click back to the actual topic sorry I'm completely divesting again um, one of my one of my greatest talents. Um, but I maybe if we just sum up for anyone listening, maybe your top kind of three things that either you're gonna practice this Christmas or your top three tips for anyone who's just really overwhelmed at the minute um, and has started maybe being sustainable, but now Christmas has come along and they don't want to derail all their progress they've made. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I would say make a list of people that you need to get gifts for Mm. the second thing I would say is if you're not cooking or if you are cooking encourage the person who's cooking or yourself to write a plan or a list of the people that are going to be there and buy stuff based on servings make sure that if you want the sandwich that you have the leftovers as well and just do things in bite-sized bits and I find that lists really center me Mm. I'm I'm a real list person yeah (laughs) when when I see it down on paper it doesn't look impossible to me yeah and like if I if I see my my sisters and my brother on on the page I'm like right tick tick and it's real satisfying when you can tick it off as well (laughs) yeah so definitely make a list of people that you're getting the gifts for, kind of come up with ideas and don't just buy anything for the sake of buying something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the third thing will be try to support Irish business if you can. Yeah. Um, and definitely start at places like that Facebook group shop in Ireland or start on Instagram with any, any small businesses that you follow or TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, and I've actually um blogging is included. I put together over seven hundred a list of seven hundred Irish businesses. Absolutely, Jesus, that seems like so long ago. It was I I was like, it, was that this month? <laughs> yeah, I know it was November sometime, but like even and even if you don't think someone, if someone doesn't have a website set up, they'll more than likely sell to you in some shape or form through Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Because not a lot of small businesses might not be, like they might have been a physical kind of, say, shop and they haven't kind of maneuvered online. Yeah. But they'll definitely be really grateful. And I know I've reached out to one or two that wouldn't and they've been like, oh no, like if we call you up and we'll take the payment over the phone and then we can ship it out. So like a lot of people are really accommodating. Um, And every, like, I ordered cakes and stuff for work last week for some of our volunteers. And they sent me out a little box. And, like, I didn't even order a little box for myself. But they randomly just sent me out a thank you box. Because there's That's more, so yeah. sweet. So, like, I love the, that. Yeah. So the experience, I think, as well, of buying 
from small businesses is so much better than just buying from a big like facelift company that probably the people aren't being paid the best um but definitely no those are some some great tips and for anyone who is really overwhelmed um myself and Blaheen are going to put up a meal planner for the month of December we're also going to put up um a grocery list and um, so you can write down all of your groceries after you plan all your meals Blaheen's going to put together her wonderful vegetable stock recipe um for us and going to do a video um so she can bring you along the whole process it sounds so much easier than I thought it would be <laughs> so, yeah no it's super easy and it like I end up having enough vegetables by like the end of the week honestly because if you if you cook like three times a week which I usually do like you make a meal yeah. and it lasts for two nights um I have enough by Saturday yeah so. and like even like the things that you can make that are super simple is like if you've veg going off or just just about like rejig things around and just make a soup soups are so easy to make yes and they're so good <laughs> I know especially at this time of year um and then another thing I'm gonna put up as well just from um chats now is I will put up a for my lovers of lists like myself um a Christmas gift list so that you can yeah. write down all of the people you need to buy for this year and even kind of work out budgets for people because like you don't want to but like December is going to be hard enough, especially in light of COVID. Don't put too much financial pressure on yourself. Absolutely. Do little things like baking for someone and bake, but baking as Blaheen is by going on the vibe of the person and creating something <laughs> just for them. Like I am so excited to follow you along with that. <laughs> Even if it tastes gross, I don't care. It's you're like, like no. I made this for you, eat it. Yeah, eat it. You're like, I'm going to watch you now. Like, I want to watch you experience my presence. <laughs> and like, where, so where can people find you and all that good stuff um, on different platforms? Yeah, so our TikTok is kind of our most happening place. So you can find us at Whisker Kitchenware on TikTok. Um, Instagram, you can find us at whisker.kitchenware. You can also find us on Facebook, Whisker Kitchenware. And um, you can also check out whiskerkitchenware.com to see what we have in store. And you can also read all our recipes so far. Um, and there's some good ones in there. So I love a good recipe. Um, I, yeah, and definitely, and Blaheen and myself on both of our websites will have the links for all of the printables um, for everyone. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another Legal Diaries podcast. Be sure to follow along on all the social media channels at legaldiaries.ie on Instagram, www.legaldiaries.ie and on Twitter, it's legal at legaldiaries underscore ie. Thank you.